Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Crimson's Gambit Podcast. Today's episode might sound a little bit different because we have a new co-host of the podcast, Abby Betts. Me and Abby have known each other for a little while, about a year and a half. We've been yeah. in some media together. We've been in the newscast together. We've been in the morning announcements together. So we, we know each other a little bit. Um, how are you doing today, Abby? How does it feel to be on the show? <laughs> it's good. It's I'm good. good. How are you? I'm doing good. So today's episode, we're going to kind of introduce Abby as the new co-host here on the Crimson Scambit mm-hmm. podcast. We're also going to talk... Uh, give you guys some tips on how to um, maybe talk to some people like that you you know you don't really agree with normally <laughs> right because I mean it's hard to talk to people like yeah, that we'll so we're going to introduce some tips uh, to help with that but let's get started so Abby uh, how did you get like involved with media in high school and how did you kind of get like onto the show I actually got involved with media by accident really? <laughs> my sophomore year yeah I um got into the intro class with some of my friends and we were all so confused on what it was (laughs) but so they ended up like not sticking with it but I just fell in love with it and I really loved Miss Griffith as a teacher of course and just kind of built like a little relationship with her so um yeah I just kept taking the classes and even with COVID some of my classes did get cut a little bit short but like I still kind of picked up what I needed to to be able to get get where I'm at right now right. in the advanced studio directing class. Well, good. Um, I know you've got you've gotten involved in the media a lot more this year than right, you had, right. of course, like last year and years past. So, are you a teacher aide for Miss Griffith? Yeah, third hour I am her teacher's aide, and then fifth hour I have that. The studio directing class in sixth hour, I have an internship with her. And next semester, I'll have the internship from fourth through sixth hour. So, Will you still be a teacher aide next semester as well? Yeah, so I'll be in wow. her class from third to sixth hour <laughs> next semester. That's awesome. So, Abby, you do a lot of things that aren't in the media as well, right? You do right, cheer, right. you're into church, because um, your father is a... Pastor, yeah, he's a pastor at my church. Awesome. So, you've been in cheer for a while, right? Yes. So, how long have you been, like, into cheer? Um, since I was probably, like, eight. So, like, third grade-ish. Yeah. So, I know a lot of people that got into cheer and stuff like that early on and just kind of fell out with it. So, what kept you really, like, into cheer until, like, your senior year of high school? Um, Just, like, building relationships with people. Like, the girls that I meet through cheer always end up like being some of my closest friends and not that you have to like hang out outside of cheer and stuff but like just like having those relationships there and being able to like get to know people you wouldn't normally hang out with and like talk to especially since they're from like other grades and stuff has really been like fun and that's what kind of keeps me with it just the people so what do you guys usually do do you have like little practices or yeah, we practice once or twice a week for a few hours. Um, and once basketball season starts, we kind of cut down on practices just because it starts getting really busy. Right. Um, but, yeah, we do – we cheer for football and basketball. So the seasons kind of, like, run right into each other. There's, like, a few weeks off. But, right. um, yeah, we're about to start basketball season this coming week. So I'm excited. 
Oh, yeah. Basketball season this year is going to be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think our first game is Monday. Oh, yeah. the first home game. And I'll be there. You're going to. I'll be there, too. Okay, yeah. cool. I'll be there taking photos. Yeah. So I think the season's going to be a lot of fun. Um, our last high school basketball season. I know. I can't believe it. It's a little bit sad. I'm not going to lie. Oh. I'm kind of sad. Yeah, it is a little sad, but I think it'll be a good season. It'll be I, good. I have high hopes for the season. The football yeah. season wasn't as we expected, right? right? It was still fun to get all together and everything. Yeah. But Our basketball team will be good, both girls and boys. So oh, yeah. We'll, I think we'll it's going to be, be a fun season. We lost quite a bit of talent, but, I mean, we still have guys that are working really hard. So I think it'll be a good season still. So, tying this back into media, Abby. So, you mentioned mm-hmm. your dad's a pastor, right? Right, right. And you do, what do you do at church? Do you, like, run anything with the media there, or do you just? Um. So, my dad just recently accepted this position at our new church. Right. Um, and so, coming up, I'll be doing their, like, video announcements. So, we're going to start that instead of, like, my dad going through and announcing stuff i'm gonna get the youth involved and um like do the announcements and we'll just play that on there and i'll be making some kind of like promo videos and stuff and like after we have events um because my dad also is really involved with media and so he like has all the equipment and stuff so i'll just kind of yeah so as you know, you graduate, your basketball season this year ends, and you're, you know, it's May already, right? Do you have any college plans at the moment? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you have an idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what are um, your ideas? So, I'm deciding between two colleges right now. Um, Oral Roberts University in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Campbellsville University in Campbellsville, Kentucky. Okay, so why are you kind of narrowed it down to those two colleges there because I mean there's a lot to choose from (laughs) yeah um I know that I knew I wanted to go to a Christian school so that was part of it and I have lots of connections in the Tulsa area um and like I know of some a few people that go to Campbellsville so I kind of like knew both schools already um but yeah so I'm just kind of Letting it play out a little bit more before I make my final decision, but both are really great schools, so. So, do you know what you're going to school yet for? Uh, are you undecided? Like, people like me, like, I don't really know what I'm <laughs> yeah. going to school for yet. Um, I want to do, like, digital media broadcasting, either, like, um, sports or church media, and if I do go to Oral Roberts, there's so many opportunities. Like, I already have an internship waiting for me at a church there. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so if I choose that, then that'd be really helpful. But also, Campbellsville is, like, a very, like, sports-based school. Um, and so there, I would get more of the sports aspect. And still at Oral Roberts, I would be, like, their media does all their, like, basketball games and stuff, like, last year they made it to the um NCAA tournament and all that stuff so like um anyways yeah so I can either go that route and do more of like the church media or Campbellsville more focused on sports and like that's what their media stuff does so okay do are there any other factors other than just sports and church like is there 
you know, economic <laughs> factors, and, like going out of state and losing that keys yeah. money, any special scholarships. Yeah. Um. So, both schools, I'll get a scholarship for my dad being a pastor. Oh, so yeah. I, yeah, that's pretty good. And I got a really large scholarship to go to Oral Roberts, but also like keys money I can use at Campbellsville, and they like match your keys money plus two thousand dollars oh wow yeah they're the apparently the only school they said in kentucky that does that so that's really awesome so those are all like factors which is making it really difficult and campbellsville is such a pretty place but it's a smaller town so there's not much to do but tulsa is like a more urban area and has lots to do and like it's around broken arrow as well so like there's lots of stuff to do so See, that's two big factors for me because I could maybe, like, go to Louisville. That's, like, a big city up there. Right, right. Or you can go to, like, Murray, which is a smaller city. Mm -hmm. So you kind of have to – I don't really know the advantages and disadvantages of that, except, like, if you go, of course, in Louisville, you're going to make more connections with people, right? Right. But then you go to Murray, it's going to be, like, more like a family. So there's advantages and disadvantages there, like, with both sides. Right, and Murray's still closer to home, so right. there's that aspect, which, I mean, can be positive or negative, depending right. on what you're wanting. It's still far enough that you can get kind of, like, a fresh start, but also there's people around here that you know that will be going there. So, right. like, if you want to get away from that, then it just kind of depends on what you're going for, you know? How far is Campbellsville from Paducah? Campbellsville is like, three and a half hours. Oh, so okay. It's not that bad. It's kind of closer to Lexington, so I would have that, um, like, if I wanted to see some friends at UK or whatever, so. Is it bigger than Paducah or about the same size? Um, I think it's about the same size or maybe smaller. It just is, like, has more of that, like, hometown feeling. It's not as, like, it just doesn't have as much going on. But then, like, there's lots of restaurants and stuff that'll, like, or, like, um movie theaters bowling alleys that all will give you like the campbellsville student discount and all that oh, stuff really you know cool. so there's like it's that kind of place okay that's really cool it's like that small town feel right it's right like right right because i know murray has a lot of stuff like that right? yes there are uh, a lot of places nearby will have those student discounts right i'm not sure if they have that in like big cities like louisville or like lexington like yeah if you go to uk i'm not sure do you have to I wonder if students have to pay to get into games at UK. So I know it like Murray and like I think UK you can get into like games for free like if you're a student. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Let me, yeah. let me see if you have to pay. And like the good thing about what I'd be doing is I'd get into the games free anyways cuz I'll be like videoing right. <laughs> for either school so. <laughs> Uh, I think you have to pay for a student pass. Okay. On top of your tuition to go to the games. Okay. UK gets kind of pricey. I will not lie. Yeah, that's kind of been that. I mean, that's one of the biggest factors for me because I mean, I want to go to a good school, get a good education, right? But you know, I just have to, yeah. you know, keep in consideration. You know, the loans I'm gonna have to be paying off because right. But there is also that just like experience from such a like a bigger school so it just kind of depends on like is it worth it to you to like go through that with the money but still like have that fun like college experience I agree and you have to keep in consideration you know what you're majoring in and what your job field is probably going to look like Mm -hmm. after you get out of college as like 
a major consideration because you could be going to the, like computer science and maybe right. make like fifty thousand a year starting mm-hmm. out around that. And and like is where you're going gonna have those connections like around the area or right. are you going to a place like that has people that can get you connections or is it just like a like little small town that wouldn't get you those things that's why it's like hard to consider between like my two schools because like i already have so many connections at like the oral roberts area so it's just like what will be best for me (laughs) of course all right real quick we're going to transition to a commercial break and when we get back we're going to bring in our talking point how to talk to people you normally disagree with and how to ease that process along we're also going to talk to abby about her board meeting speech she did the other day about all her media activities so abby the other day right you were talking to me you were a little nervous you were writing your little board meeting speech about media right and that was how long did you know about like how did you get that introduced to you that you were going to give a speech Um, to the board well, I was in my first hour, and my teacher was like, "Miss Bowen just texted me, Abby, and she wants you to come to her office." And I was like, "Uh, <laughs> what about?" Right. So I went down there, and she said like that she talked to some other people as well, and some that had some internships. Um, they wanted those kids to speak at the board meeting, like on behalf of their internship, and like talk about what they do, and like kind of thank the board for giving them the opportunity and stuff. And, I mean, I don't mind to do public speaking, so I just was like, okay. <laughs> and then she, like, set us up, like, all the kids that were going to do it, um, like a Zoom call with Mr. Siglinski, and he kind of told us, like, what to expect or whatever. So I knew, like, a week before. <laughs> okay. So I had some time to prepare, but I was still pretty nervous. <laughs> but it went well, I think. Um, just kind of talked about like what I do at the school and what all I've learned and stuff and how it's helped me, um, with my future career. So that's really cool that you were able to give a speech. And I mean, the board does offer us so many great opportunities so many, like yeah. that. And I mean, it's really good just to go out there and talk about them. Yeah. And they're still them. growing, like giving new opportunities, like, right. Um, Tylee Hawes that spoke with me, she was the first person to have her kind of internship that she does. And, like, um, I know there's a student here that has, like, an internship at Miss Boland's husband's dental office. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot going on through McCracken and what the board has given us. So I just am really grateful for that. Yeah. We have so many good opportunities at yeah. this school. And it, I'm sure the board, it was good for him for them to hear directly from the students how yes. they're directly affecting like the students' yeah. life in a good way. And I think that's one of the best things we have over here at our school. Mm-hmm. So, um, Abby, you talk to a lot of people, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Pretty friendly. Do you, do you agree with all those people all the time? No. No, you don't? <laughs> I definitely do not. Would you say it's easier to talk to people that you agree with rather than people oh, you disagree Oh, yeah, with? definitely. Okay. I mean, it gives you more to talk about sometimes when you don't agree with somebody. Right. <laughs> kind of sparks a conversation, but, I mean, it's definitely easier to get along with people you agree with and, like, build friendships with those. I mean, you can still definitely build friendships with people that you don't, like, have some of the same of course. beliefs as or, like, agree agree with, but, I mean, it's a lot easier when you do. <laughs> so, a few steps 
that would help you like talk to people you don't really mm-hmm. like normally agree with this first one here uh, this is from ted I went on their website, like some of their talks, like <laughs> yeah, TED Talks are some of my favorite, right? You need some inspiration, yes. you need to learn Get something really TED well. Talk. Yes. <laughs> Always, I, I love it. They're like, yeah. usually under like 10 minutes, you get a really good talk from somebody. Yeah. So this first point here is don't assume like bad intent for mm-hmm. people, right? So I walk up to you, Abby, you're looking at me all angrily. Ugh. Right. <laughs> you like the color blue. <laughs> I like the color green. I don't really agree with you. Right, right. Color. That's but the best color, yeah. At the same time, we could really like the same pair of shoes, and we could bond over that. Yes. But just because you're wearing a different color, you know, let's disregard the color for a minute and not assume any bad intent. Yes, yes. So I think that's a really good uh, starting point is you see somebody, yeah. don't assume bad intent, right? They're your friend. Well, maybe not your friend, yeah. but they're not a bad person, right? Yeah. Just uh, communicate with them and just have a good conversation with yeah. them. Yeah, getting involved with, like, being on the cheer team and then now getting more and more involved with media, you do, like, obviously come across people that you have, like, you do not agree with about some things, especially with, like, how to, like, I don't know, for cheer, for example, like, you might not agree with somebody how, like, a simple thing, like how this cheer should go or just, like, getting into little arguments as teenage girls do oh yeah (laughs) and like with media lots of like editing style differences and stuff like that can cause arguments and really make you butt heads but like in the end you all have the same goal and so like for cheer like you're cheering on your team together that just kind of brings you close and there's always things that you can find that you share in common with people and, like, media, the same thing. Like, I wouldn't have been able to, like, meet some of, the, like, a ton of the people that I'm now close with. Like, you, for example, like, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be as close to you now if I wasn't involved with media. Right. So, it just gives, like, that in itself gives you something that you relate upon. And so, you're both passionate about that. It's something that you can agree with and use that to build your friendship instead of just focusing on the things that you don't and like honestly like just dropping <laughs> like <laughs> not bringing up the things that you don't agree with is right. helpful to friendships like right. not just avoiding no, it but like kind of avoiding it yeah enough to where you can have a normal conversation with somebody yeah it's like some things them. don't have to be brought up all the time like, I agree. with political beliefs and stuff like right. lots of people don't share the same but especially just at like a school setting like you don't have to bring it up all the <laughs> right. time because you can just focus on your work and have a good time you know and i mean tomorrow's thanksgiving so a lot of people are going to be together you might you know, be having a good conversation with the table, then someone brings up something political, and it's just like, oh, yes. come on oh. now. We're about to cut the pumpkin pie. You're over <laughs> right. here talking about always. who the president is and what, <laughs> what they're good at. And always like. at the Thanksgiving meals. There's <laughs> always that. But Thanksgiving is tomorrow, though, Abby. I love Thanksgiving. Do you have any plans? Yeah, yeah. Um, We have, like, a big church gym, and so all my family's coming together, and we're going to eat there, so we have a lot of space, you know. Oh, that's really nice. (laughs) Yes. Maybe play a little basketball or something after we burn them calories. (laughs) I I couldn't move after I ate Thanksgiving, right? I always go to my grandparents' house on Thanksgiving, and it's see, it's the complete opposite of what you're doing this year. It's a very crowded space. We get all the family in one little space. But that's just so fun. It is fun. And, like, just, 
I I will not lie. I don't really eat that much up until the meal because I got to make sure I got room. I have to eat everything. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because it only comes around once a year. You're only going to have mm-hmm. that turkey and dressing at Thanksgiving. I agree. And I kind of... Um, I kind of eat like a little snack before just mm-hmm. to kind of get my stomach ready. Wake it up a little. Cause you know I get first... like some pretzels or something. Ooh, yeah, yes. I get goldfish usually. Okay. Those. Little Cheez-Its or something. Mm-hmm. Little juice. Yep. Yeah. I always have like a little Chex Mix or pretzels and some juice or something. Because you know that first meal of the day, it's just sometimes you eat a lot for the first time of the day. And, it's <laughs> and just then like, you're Ooh. just like, yes, it's, it's too heavy. It upsets your stomach. So if you just eat a little bit before and then get right. your stomach ready, I usually, when my grandparents are cutting the turkey, I usually like to snack in a little, yeah, a little piece of the turkey before <laughs> we all go and sit down and yes. say say the blessing and then eat our Thanksgiving yeah. food. Do you have any like crazy tra- uh, like traditions your family does with Thanksgiving? Because uh, I mean, do you like usually travel or do you stay in this area? Um, we used to travel, but now that all of our family like we moved to where all of our family is like a few years ago, so. We don't have to travel as much, but my brother and cousin always do, like, the wishbone thing, you know? Oh, like that's the, always yeah, fun. Yeah, <laughs> so that's fun. Um, but other than that, I don't really think we have traditions. Just, like, what food you bring. Right. It's crazy to, like, go to other people's Thanksgivings and stuff. Like, I know. Like, we had a cheer Thanksgiving. I didn't know, like, some of those things even existed. Right. Like, people had a, like, my friend brought spaghetti corn and it was like oh, really good but yeah. i didn't even know that was a thing or like thanksgiving thing i didn't even know what that was some <laughs> spaghetti corn i was like okay but yeah i mean thanksgiving you just i don't know holidays you always learn a lot especially from like if you go to your friends or yes. like if you're in a relationship go to theirs and I you're like i definitely agree what is like, this everybody pie? go to uh, go to other people's thanksgiving sometime, you will learn right? a lot about somebody's lot. family from their thanksgiving no, for, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and you'll like you'll learn about some new food right yes like what spaghetti corn. spaghetti corn exactly <laughs> i don't know what that's about but i mean it kind of sounds good if you said it was good, hey I'm it sure was, it was good. good i won't lie see that's something different if you guys can, definitely go to someone else's Thanksgiving. And try some spaghetti corn. Or like a Christmas dinner even. Right? Yes. I'm so excited for Christmas. Uh, do you usually go Black Friday shopping or anything? I do. I okay. have some Black Friday plans. Okay, okay. What about you? Mm, last year I worked Black Friday. Oh, yeah. And that was a mess. Um, <laughs> I wasn't trained for what I was put on, so it was a bit of a mess. I had fun with it, though. I was yeah. just smiling all through it all. I was like, this is crazy, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, I couldn't imagine doing retail on Black Friday. I oh, think I would just lose it's it. It's a mess. A lot of workplaces will um, pull off. A lot of workplaces have it where you can put your name, like, for the time off sheet, right? Because mm-hmm. it's usually two weeks in advance. He's like, hey, I'm not going to be available on this Saturday. Mm-hmm. You put it down. They'll take you off, whatever. It shouldn't work out. They, <laughs> they try to make it where you cannot do that on Black Friday, like, as much as they can, right? They'll pull really? out the, like, time off sheet, like, three weeks in advance, usually when it's, like, two weeks. <gasps> so people can't, like, <laughs> no. like, call off for Black Friday. Oh. Oh my gosh. They want you there. Like, yeah, and lots of places hire more people just for Black Friday. No, like Black Friday and especially seasonal, right? You'll see a big change in the workplace, like especially with retail last year. Um, And now that things are more open from COVID, I think that that will be, it'll be a lot busier even than last year. Right. Um, There have been some supply shortages 
Yes. But I don't really think that's affecting like much because I mean, where I worked, we kept getting trucks in, we kept getting yeah. full fulfillments, and everyone that came into the store was like, mm-hmm. "I thought everything was going to be empty. You guys are full." And we were like, "Yeah, we thought it was going to be empty too, but I guess we're, we're full." <laughs> yeah, of stock. I think it's more just like online stuff, especially right. like ordering online. So. Get your orders in now, folks. <laughs> because I remember working uh, Thanksgiving Day last year from oh, 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. I was actually, the store was closed, but we were inside. We were fulfilling online orders. Did you eat Thanksgiving? Uh, Yeah, I ate Thanksgiving lunch, then I went to work. Kind of sucked. I'm not doing that this year, though. I'm hanging out with my family yeah, the whole day, yeah. which is good. That's nice. Um, but it was, it was a fun experience to mm-hmm. like leave Thanksgiving lunch. I get it, that kind of sucked. That, I mean, of course, I took an extra. <laughs> you said plate it was dinner. fun. No, <laughs> no, it kind of sucked leaving the family. Of course, but oh, yeah. I came into work on Thanksgiving. The store was closed. It was just all mm-hmm. our workers there, and we were just fulfilling online orders. And we just walked around with our little carts, picking out the items, put them all in there. Then we take them to the back and we we pack them up. But mm-hmm. I remember we had uh, two big old totes full of just packed orders. Yeah. And the UPS man apparently was going to be late like three days. So, like, definitely get your orders in. Right. Because they have to go to the stores. They have to pick those orders from the stores, take them in their truck, then take mm-hmm. them to the sorting facility. And th- there's a lot that. of places your packages have to go. Uh, my uncle, he actually works at the um, uh, USPS uh, facility here in Paducah. Mm-hmm. And he always has to leave Thanksgiving either really early or he just doesn't come at all because he has to be at work because there's so many packages running through i'm sure the other day the fedex um fedex delivery person came to our house in a u-haul van (laughs) what i uh i saw the u-haul van in our driveway and i was very confused i was like who what's going on (laughs) here and i saw a fedex guy get out with the package and i was like okay like that that's a little different last year my mom actually worked a little part-time job with fedex yeah was in a truck with another delivery driver and the driver would pull up to a driveway she'd run out and deliver the package they like <laughs> both work together and get everything That's done really fun. quickly so like yeah. the seasonal job market was like very yes if you need a little bit of cash especially for like buying people's christmas presents and stuff right. seasonal jobs especially in retail are they need you open yes. yeah <laughs> I mean, retail and fast food are big job markets right now so oh, hop on sure. it <laughs> and i mean there was already a worker shortage b- before this yes. seasonal anyway and last year um coles i worked at right district yeah. manager told every store to fire all the seasonal people they had hired oh goodness. And that i mean that backfired on them because they lost they all lost those seasonal those people, people yeah and then a few months later they don't have any you know workers enough workers all, yeah. <laughs> and they're hiring like that like um, right. they, a lot of places had like holiday bonuses, like sign on bonuses. Yes. Say if you worked from uh, beginning of November throughout um, mm-hmm. maybe like mid January, they mm-hmm. would give you like a $400, $200 bonus. I know a few places had referral bonuses. So yeah. if you referred a candidate to come work and they worked there for maybe even like three weeks, you'd get like a $150 wow. like, dollar bonus. That's and nice. a lot of workplaces are doing stuff like that just to get those um, seasonal people in. I mean, that happens almost every year, but this year is a little bit. They're yeah. trying a little harder to get those extra workers in because they definitely need it, and mm-hmm. there was already a shortage to begin with. Yeah. So, I mean, retail during this time of the year is definitely yeah. a lot. And retail also is, like, another place, like, disagreeing. <laughs> I think, like, 
Christmas shopping, I feel like I always see people getting into little arguments and stuff. Right. Just it, because it's very stressful. It's a very stressful time of year. Yeah. yeah. For everybody. I mean, all the workers. And, and like, the people that just kind of, like, assume, like, I don't know. I feel like they're always get people always get into arguments with the retail workers. Yeah, and the workers. That's just the worst. They're already stressed out. And it, yes. Everybody's just stressed out. It's kind of a mess. Right. That's yeah. kind of why I'm glad I can stay home for the yes. Thanksgiving day tomorrow and eat with all yeah. my family. But I mean, everybody's stressed out. Parents have to, you know, work maybe a little extra to buy their kids Christmas gifts. And yes. it's just all that stress builds up and everyone just kind of gets into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, like, I don't really, I've never really traveled for Thanksgiving, right? I've always right, kind of right, stayed right. in Paducah here because the majority of my family's in Paducah. Mm-hmm. But there's some that maybe travel from Texas, you know, different places in the country to come to Paducah. But most of my family's in Paducah, so I've yeah. never really traveled. I've also never, like, really been Black Friday shopping. You need to try it, I, Preston. I kind of want to try it this year. Like, actually. Yeah. Um, I think me and some of my friends are going to get up, like, get to the mall around, like, 7 in the right. morning. Just yeah. kind of. That, that's that's <laughs> big time. I, yeah, the mall opens at 5. Okay. So I know some people are going then. Right. So, get you some people together and go. I I mean, it'd be pretty fun, yeah. And lots of people still go to the like Thursday night, you know, because I know, like, I've seen that Walmart and Old Navy and stuff, and like Best Buy, like the places that spell the big ticket items, like TVs and stuff. That's when those sales go right, like Thursday night. Oh, okay, that's when the like parents are standing in line and stuff, like, really late, (laughs) yes. Best Buy already had their barricades up last week. Really? Yeah, they were getting them all set up and ready. So I guess they're expecting something big this year. I'm sure. Do you have any crazy Black Friday stories? (sighs) Too crazy? Nothing. I don't know, really good deals? Really good deals? I always get good deals at Old Navy. I think the craziest story is probably that I like... It's not even crazy. I just literally fell asleep and skipped my plans, and everybody was so mad at me because <laughs> I just was like exhausted. I feel like I'm always in a bad mood on Black Friday because I'm so tired. I'm sure everybody is though, and yes. that's why every you know everybody's yelling at everybody. Uh, last year I worked from 1 p.m. to 9:30 p.m. Black Friday, around six seven. It was I mean it was a normal day. Like right. everything slowed down. Everyone was home by then <laughs> sleeping. Like oh so, my gosh. But everything is also gone. Yeah. All the good deals are pretty much gone by then. But Yeah, once, like, after, it's like, Cyber Monday is obviously a thing. But, like, right. after that weekend, like, the deals are kind of gone. Some places now do, like, after Black Friday sales are right. even, like, better. But, like, also, I know stores, like, make it seem like they're giving you a deal. But, really, it's, like, barely a deal. You just yeah. are like, oh. Black Friday, like yeah. buy everything, you know. <laughs> but it's the same price. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm only gonna bring like a certain amount of money just so I don't like overspend. You also, know? yeah, do some research as well. Maybe yes. as you like shopping, look online to see if anything's a lot cheaper online because you can. Yes. I know stores like Best Buy will price match to an Amazon authorized seller. So yeah. one day I came in for an <clears throat> for an SD card and it was like. I think it was like twenty something dollars at mm-hmm. Best Buy. It wasn't anything too crazy, and I looked on Amazon and it was like eighteen dollars. Oh, and they were able to price match it, even that's though it wasn't nice. uh, BestBuy.com. It was Amazon. Yeah, so I thought that was really cool and that was really convenient. Yeah, so, lots of places do that now. Yeah, definitely do your research with Black Friday shopping. Um, 
I'm there's I'm sure there's plenty of articles online to read yeah. that help you out with that. I'm not the best person. Yeah, to talk best to places about that. to go and what not to do and stuff. Yeah. But I think yeah, bringing that cash <laughs> definitely help you spend a little less. Yes, I found that like bringing cash with me instead of just using my card and swiping and swiping and swiping right. is a lot it's better so much on my just to do a little parents' swipe. wallets as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, this is just a card. It doesn't really mean anything. No, there's, there's no yeah. really. I think that tangible cash really helps yes, me. Yes, definitely. I, I've been keeping a lot more cash recently. Yeah, me too. It helps me, and because like once you see your money diminishing in front of you, you're like, yes. okay, you spend that's enough. <laughs> right. I definitely agree. I've been doing that a lot recently, and I, it's helped me save a lot of money. Yes. Like, Do I really need that? Like, let me count my cash, then yeah. actually handing your cash. My parents off. have always done that, just because that it helps them spend less and stuff, and so they've always taught us to kind of do that, you know. Yeah, I think it's a great tip. For sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we can have an episode talking about financial tips like that. Oh, definitely. Because, I mean, that's something like, we're Especially all gonna... for college. <laughs> yes. Because, <laughs> like, it's so easy to, like, spend all your money within the first few months, even mm-hmm. weeks. Yeah, I've heard a lot of stories about yes. that. It's not the way to go. So ways to avoid that could definitely be helpful. Yeah. When we come back from this commercial break, we're going to talk about some more ways you can... Talk to people you disagree with and make that process a little easier. (laughs) What are the biggest things that might ruin maybe even like a really good conversation or since tomorrow's Thanksgiving, um, a good like Thanksgiving dinner or lunch is if, you know, someone you know you don't agree with or just don't like brings up something you don't agree with. Right. Right. So it could be maybe politics or just politics is a big one, especially like in the last few years or whatever. I mean, it's always been an issue, but like now that things are getting more heated with social media and stuff, (laughs) I I think politics has gotten more like easier to argue with since social media, just because it's like put everywhere and things are taken out of context all the time. See, some people are just. They live their lives revolving around, like, politics and, like, arguing with people. So some people always tend to do that, some of those people. Like, I don't mind politics, and I love when people, like, have their own opinion. But, like, especially, like, sharing it at school or something is just, like, so stressful to me because I don't want to, like... I don't really like personally talking about politics with people. Right. Just because, like, I don't know, I feel like I always will end up in a place where I, like... I don't know, getting yelled at or something. I know, because in conversations like that, you're never going to be right. Yeah, some people don't, (laughs) like, they aren't able to have a conversation. They're more of, like, lecturing. It's like, (laughs) I feel like I'm in class or something. They're just screaming at me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. In those situations, you, again, the point we talked about earlier is, you know, not assuming bad intent. So you come up to that person, you assume, you know, that, that, Assuming bad intent will instantly, like, cut you off from, like, really understanding somebody because you come in there with that mindset that you don't want to listen to them. You're not going to agree with them no matter what. And one thing that I think has really helped me is not starting conversations when you know that, like, you're in a disagreement or, like, you heard somebody saying stuff about you. Like, not confront, but, like, approach them about it in person instead of over the phone. I definitely agree. Like, a phone call is, like, I mean, okay, too, but more just, like, being able to hear that tone of voice and stuff rather than just over text. And especially it just shows that you have respect for that person as long as you approach them in, like, a nice way. Just, like, hey, I heard that 
this was said. I'm not sure if it's true, but I was wondering, like, if we have a problem, how right. I might be able to fix it. And just, like, ask a question more instead of just being like, I heard this isn't this. Why would you say that? Like, you know, just, yeah. like, coming to them just shows maturity. Whether they take it as that is not or not, just, like, you knowing yourself that you're the bigger person exactly. for doing that. Like, I mean, even this year, I know, like, texting people instead of, like, calling them or talking to them about it in person is like caused me so many issues because oh, like agree. to be just like arguing with somebody over text is so stressful because you're just like no that's not what i said i said this yeah and they're like i mean okay you know it's not fun just like rumors in general and just like high school just like all oh, that high is, school makes it all worse high school makes it so bad just like people are like i heard she said this i heard he said that I heard this happen, and then you're like, so did that happen? Like, even your closest friends, you start questioning that, and it's just like, the disagreeing is so stressful, and, like, you would think, like, senior year would be, like, people want to get along, like, (laughs) go out with a bang, but instead, instead, like, I feel like there's been so much more, like, drama and just, like, conflict. Conflict has been big this year. Oh, for sure. And I think, you know, it all kind of stems from, like, texting first when you could Always does. Yes. Always does. I feel like I've been more mad at people. Like, I usually never get, like, anger or something. But I right. feel like this year, like, stuff's happened. And, like, since I get, went about it by texting, like, it just made me more angry because I didn't even know the truth. Right. And so some of it's, like, then, like, you're, like, well, they said this. And they're, like no like that's not what they meant you know what i think like right talking to people's friends instead of them and like all that kind of stuff just yeah. like i've always found and my mom always tells me just approach that person in person so you can go about it in a respectful manner but not like they can hear your tone of voice they can see that you're trying to resolve the issue instead of starting new ones right just like drama (laughs) especially is way easier to resolve that way oh i definitely agree like going up to somebody instead of like you might listen to someone when their their friends are like oh they said this whatever you can consider that Mm -hmm. right but not fully right that's not the full story you need to if you want the full story and you're gonna really base like a true argument you really need to go talk to that person yes like in person and not just listen to what their friends say yeah because you might get really upset at that person for something but Mm -hmm. you go up to that person and address them when you're really upset about something their friend said but then they'd be like oh i'd never even said that in the first place yes because you're already in a big hole (laughs) yeah like i was in like not really an argument but like a disagreement with somebody and I was like we were texting about it and they told me like well I heard you did this this, and this and I'm like don't know who you heard that from but it's just not true you know but like if they would have come to me and said I heard this happen is it true and then you can say no I would never say that Da da da. explain your side of the story so it's not just them hearing it and like I found like instead of just automatically believing rumors now i like go ask the person before oh, yeah. especially before like or if somebody asks you like have you heard this is it true and you're like i don't know but you don't want to say like i heard it was you know that just yeah. stirs it up it's like i don't know i haven't heard anything about that or something. right 
don't necessarily agree with it just be like yeah i've heard people talk about that yeah i just think the best way to go about it is always going to like the core like the root of it like whoever it involves being like hey like i heard this is it true like especially with that app yik yak that was trending for about a week right like that was a mess that was a mess and i feel like so many things were causing like people were asking me like if my name was put on there they'd be like is this true is this true like i'd much rather that happen than it be spread around as like a rumor Yes. And I know that happened to some of my friends, and they were just devastated all week. Mm-hmm. And it was really sad. It sucked, yeah. <laughs> like, if you have, and like a lot of it stems from like disagreeing with people in general and then like wanting to post about it. Like, social media is just like a place. It's like that app was like a kind of a creative idea because it's like anonymous, yeah. but also like, why do you want to anonymously say rude things about people? is weird (laughs) yeah that's not gonna help anything like social media is great in some aspects but also like so terrible (laughs) for the people to just post and post and post whatever thoughts they think like people i feel like don't even have a filter on there sometimes anymore like and like colleges look at that like jobs look at that when they're wanting to (laughs) hire you like yeah freedom of speech but also to like like, I don't want to say some things on social media just mm. to, like, stir the pot or, like, look like I know stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, Because, yeah. obviously, everybody has the ability to say whatever they want. But just, like, in that aspect, like, there's no need to stir it up. See, what, I, what has helped me in, like, me interacting with people on social media is I try not to say anything that I wouldn't say to someone in person exactly and that's kind of that's kind of been my filter because i think i mean that's a good filter to have right because you're not gonna have to come back on something it's difficult to be like would i say this to this person maybe and then like say it anyways you know because like i think you do you do a really good job about that like i've heard people like come up to you and ask a question and you're just like well i don't really know you know just kind of brush it off instead of being like I don't know, but, I mean, I'm certain it could have happened, you know, stuff like that. (laughs) Like, if you don't know, then just keep it to yourself kind of thing. Yeah, especially with rumors in high school because you you know how that is. Stuff can get twisted like that. Someone could, (laughs) you know, you played the phone game in elementary school. Yeah. You have to think about, you know, why that phone game exists. It's for rumors like that, right? Because you can, by the end of the line. How, like, easy a rumor can be started just by, like, one twist of a word you know what i'm saying like how i was talking about earlier getting in that text like kind of argument with somebody like they were like i heard this happen like one of your friends told me this but like it could have easily been they misheard it didn't ask me and then just shared it you know Mm. what i'm saying i think we need to bring the phone game back honestly (laughs) i think we should get a little school assembly going and make everybody have a practice round and be like this is why this is why we have problems i've never really thought about that too much while we play that right i mean it's a fun game it was fun it it was always so funny oh it was always fun to play (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i'd always end up saying like poop or something just for fun like on purpose yeah i'd always I would like, always mess it up. I, I never wanted like, to tell the person beside me because I was like, this is so weird. Like, <laughs> yes, I remember I'd always be like, oh. <laughs> but, it, I mean, it, there's a reason for it. And it's yes. for stuff like that. 
and you realize just how much how quickly things can get twisted like that especially with texting instead of talking right texting's even worse <laughs> texting is so bad or like now like i send like f- like sarcastic emojis like i use them like iron like right. unironically you know what i'm saying and like people even don't understand that and it's like my humor and then i'm like bruh i can't send just a random turkey right. like because <laughs> you're just trying to match like facial expressions that you would yes right or like I'll send that and they're like, "What are you mad?" or something like that, and I just sent like a like a funny little emoji, you know, <laughs> like not this. That's how I am. Like I'll just say the funniest things on text, but like it gets taken so out of context, especially like with my parents because they like text literally, so you can't say those kind of things, and then they're just like, "If you did," like my mom gets like offended. I'm like, "Girl." <laughs> You know, <laughs> everybody has a different way of interpreting and typing text. Yes. Like your grandmother would is going to read your text very differently than your even my is. mom. Yeah, because yeah. my mom understands that stuff to like a certain aspect. But like, right. I'll use like, I don't even know. But just like older people take the emojis very seriously. <laughs> that is very true. Emojis. <laughs> emojis. <laughs> That's everything for it. It's it's cool. It's um, everything for them. <laughs> no. Emojis are life. <laughs> like one day, my grandmother sent me a emoji of a cheeseburger, and I was like, "I'll be over in ten minutes." Like <laughs> she was like, "All right." See, they just. I th- I think that's. Great, I'll be over in ten minutes. That was. <laughs> <laughs> Need that cheeseburger. So, tying it back into um, dinner and just eating. Right tomorrow's right. Thanksgiving again, and another tip. I would have, and no, this is from Ted as well, is if you're in, you're stuck in one of those conversations with someone you don't like disagree with, or you don't really want to be in a conversation with them, kind of just stay calm, right? Um, maybe don't listen as much like to what they're thinking about. Just kind of breathe in. Right. Breathe out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Try to calm down. Just stay as calm as you can because... You know, if you get all antsy, you're going to get worked up, right? Yeah. And that's just going to keep the conversation going further. So I think if you stay calm and just say, just kind of agree with somebody sometimes, you just kind of have to be like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, whatever. Like, yeah, I found also that, like, just people, um, when they get on a rant about something they're passionate about, if you just literally just nod your head and say, like, yeah, yeah. You don't even have to say anything yeah. because they think that you're registering it all. Yeah. But if you don't agree, I found that that's one of the best things. Unless they're like a really talkative person, they're like expecting you to respond. Yeah. But like half the time to people, I'm just like, yeah, nodding yeah, my head, whatever. you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> like, I don't know. It just, you don't have to be involved, but also you're not being disrespectful by like leaving. Yeah. Or like if especially at Thanksgiving and stuff like like I don't usually have this problem especially cuz I'm younger so I'm not going to get like in a heated debate right. but like if I were to I feel like just sometimes in any situation like at school too I'll just be like hey I got to go like this place or like I got to go talk to so and so and just like even if it's not like not not true but like I got to go talk to this person about homework like just kind of like yeah. <laughs> like, it, excuse yourself from the yeah. situation so then you can, like, not have to be involved or, like, not let yourself say anything you're going to regret later because that yeah. has a, been a big thing this year. 
like my mom always tells me like don't send messages like at night because yeah. you like like serious conversations like don't have them at night because you're not like in a clear headspace like you're tired you know what I'm saying yes. and it's just like um I don't know I mean I've been working on that especially this year with like again with the texting thing one other thing I've been working on is trying to not say things I would regret because you can say the same thing you know tomorrow right especially at night right because you're in a very different headspace you're tired like you said and you just feel different right because it's night you feel a little more alone right in the daytime always you kind of feel like you can go out and do whatever but right when you feel lonely i feel like mm -hmm. that's when like people say stuff like it's like a it's like a joke you know like in our generation like guys send like bad texts at night but that is really true like i mean girls too like when you feel lonely and stuff you might like text somebody you shouldn't and stuff like that just like i try to put my phone up like earlier on in the night or just like not get on social media and just be like watching tv or something off my phone instead just so like i'm more relaxed and ready for bed and not constantly thinking about scrolling and Mm -hmm. liking and what comments i'm getting and stuff right i just like even instagram came out with that thing where you can turn off your like count. I love that. Really? Love that. I like that as well. Um, YouTube also did a thing where you can turn off. <clears throat> I think it's a new policy they're trying to work in where they just, every video has like no dislike number, but the likes I think are shown as well. Okay. A lot, the, it, there's a lot of backlash with that because, I mean, if Instagram, it's like, yeah, likes, you know. That, yeah, because they never really had a dislike button, so it's a little bit but different. But it's a little different for YouTube because um, you get on it, like you, like informative videos. If you're learning how to do something right, you look, one of the first things I do is look at the like and dislike ratio of the video because usually I'm on a time crunch, but I'm trying to learn something real quick. If so, right, that's true. A lot of dislikes. I never thought it, about it like that. Like more dislikes than likes. I'm not going to watch that video. I'm just going to skip it because I know it's going to be a waste of time and I'm not going to get yeah. anything out of it. Yeah. I really like the like Instagram like like count because then I'm not like having to think about like comparing myself to other people. Yes. Like they got 100 more likes than I did. They got like three more likes or I got such and such amount of likes on this post and not enough on this. Right. And it's like, I'm like, does it really did matter? Yeah. You're just like, cause it used to, it was just about like sharing stuff with your life yeah, and not just like, I don't know. <laughs> like a popularity contest. Yes. Type of yeah. Yes. So that's why I turned it off more just for myself too, because like, then I don't like, I can still see like the person that posted can still see how many they got, but like, I just don't go back and look. So then I'm not constantly comparing, like, this post got 20 more. <laughs> what can I do to make my next one better? Right. And, like, a social media marketing standpoint, of course, learning that is a useful skill. But, I mean, most of us are just posting. To post. I did this today. Like, <laughs> we're not right. trying to market ourselves out to our friends. Like, our friends will see it if they see it. Like, I've even been in the boat where I, like, look what best time to post is. Yeah. Like, to get likes. And now, like, not having to worry about that is so it's nice. nice. Right. Because if someone needs to see that post, they'll see it. Right. You know what I mean? It's not like. Yeah, it'll pop up on their feed, girl. Like, just just give it a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, bring that back to the things that, like, you'd regret to say or whatever. Um at night, I usually just talk to, like, I have a focus on my phone. It's called, like, the iOS 15 release, like, focuses. Yes. 
I have one focus called personal mm-hmm. or like my nighttime focus. I have some people that can text me, but like I have a personal focus where I can only get notifications from like Snapchat and like yes. a few people on messages and a few calls from like a few different people. Right. That's I really like that mm-hmm. just because it's not like you're ignoring people, but at a certain hour, like especially like if you have like an important job, like with your photos and stuff, if people are constantly blowing up your phone, talking to you about that, like on DM or something like that, right. turning that off and not having to be like, oh, you know, and like going back. Yeah, cause it'll because it'll distract like, you. It's late at night. Like you don't want to think about work when you're trying to relax. Kind oh, yeah. Of thing. So like that, I think that was a really nice feature that they added. Mm-hmm. I do that almost every night, yeah, especially with the photo stuff. Like, I don't want to be thinking about work right now. Right. Like, I'm sitting here trying to get to sleep, and that's just going <laughs> to either make me really upset, like, oh, I forgot about that. Like, dang it. I didn't want to remember that at the moment. So I think it's nice just to have that personal focus option, just to press yes. it and pick what you want to see and what you don't want to see at a certain time of the day and everything. And, like, you're just having it on, like, your close family and stuff, like emergency kind of contact. Yes. So then it's like... Obviously, they might not be blowing up your phone, so you don't have to worry about that. But, like, if they need you, you If know? they really need you, of course, people can't get to you. Yes. That's if they really need to, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, so with my social media usage, like, throughout the day, I'll usually start off the day, like, on Twitter. I'll just scroll through and, like, really? look at stuff. Because on Twitter, I'm I've not kinda, too much of a Twitter girl myself. Well... I kind of have it to where my Twitter is just, like, some news mixed with a lot of yeah. photos. A lot of photos. Because I follow a lot of photographers on Twitter. Right. And it's kind of a little bit inspirational. I also learn a little bit. Yes, It's just yes. nice to okay, see photos. Yeah. So I used to have Twitter for, like, politics and stuff like that. Used to get, yeah. you know, riled up. But now <laughs> I kind of unfollowed, like, all the political stuff. And I've kind of moved my Twitter to just, like, inspirational stuff. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, photography, like all that type of stuff. So I actually get on Twitter and I gain something from it. Yeah, I will not lie. The first time I downloaded Twitter was just to see when we had snow days. Oh, yeah. That, that's literally <laughs> the reason I did it, too. I think I did that in, like, seventh or eighth grade. No, literally freshman year, everyone's like, I love Twitter. And I'm like, snow day, checks. Snow like, day, where's it at? Put on notifications for yeah, cracking, huh? Always. Yep. But, yeah, like, I follow, like, the, like, different teams and stuff and, like, yeah the pep club and all yeah. that kind of thing to be able to repost that and get them some get them some support oh yeah <laughs> i follow all the local I, local stuff um all the mccracken twitter accounts and stuff mm-hmm. like that i follow and retweet like kind of yeah, see what's yeah, going yeah. on with that and just like photography and inspirational stuff if i need to see political stuff and like new stuff all i can do is go to the trending tab see what's right, happening right right Right, because I get I get some news through my direct feed, but if I need to see more, I can just go to the trending tab. Yeah. But I like to just stay in that home screen just to, you know. What you follow, what you're interested in. Yeah. Having control over that is nice because, mm-hmm. like, on TikTok, like, people have – apps have started doing that, which is nice. Like, like TikTok has your For You page and then, like, following. Right. So, like, if you don't want to be worried about, like, what people – like your friends are doing you just want to scroll and not have to yeah. worry about that oh, i think scroll. TikTok's really good with that and they do a great job of recommending you like the videos <laughs> that you actually want to see it's honestly kind of scary funny. sometimes like it is really scary <laughs> but it's also nice to have that it's, easy. it's cool but it's scary yeah. the algorithm the algorithm's really good algorithm. but that's, that's just part of it 
that's just part of all social media now, which yeah. is cool that it's been able to progress that much. Right. And I've got on, I usually get on Instagram for like, you know, my friends, see what they're right. posting, whatever. I also use it for my business, right? You mm-hmm. used it for your bracelet making business as yes. well. Yes. Um, I use it now for, you know, for my photography business. Mm-hmm. I can reach a lot of people. I've grown from like the uh, the beginning of the year, I had like 40 followers on there. Now really? I have like 260 followers okay. on my photography account. So I just kind of, net. it's a really good way to network. Yeah. A lot of, I've scheduled a lot of shoots just from Instagram. Yeah, and also like our Mustang TV News yes. account, we gained like what? How We're many up followers? Up to nine hundred something. We like, gained a lot of followers about just this year. Followers just this year with our, our pet of the day. Pet of the day. Yeah. 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 If think, y'all have submitted pet of the day, I promise it'll get on there. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it'll, it'll be a minute. We have a lot of pets to still. So many through. pets. Um, but. but that, that's another great way to reach out with people. Yeah, people like didn't even news. know that like we had an account. Right. And now that we're promoting it on like our weekly and daily news, it's just like blown up. Yeah, the morning announcements really have helped us though with networking, yes. getting people to like see the news people and stuff. And getting familiar with the faces that are behind the like right. cool videos they see because right. like people will come up to me and be like, "Yeah, oh, you're the news girl, you know? Yeah. That's kind of fun. Yeah, I really like that. Everybody is kind of has to watch us in the mornings for yes. the morning announcements, right? And that's another thing, like building connections. Like yeah. I'm able to talk to people because they come up to me with that, or they'll like just bring like come with me to conversations, mm-hmm. and then it's like you don't have to like that's something you don't have to disagree with because there's nothing to disagree with. They're just right. like wanting to talk to you. Right. That's fun. Like. I think that's awesome. I love that, and I think that uh, that fifth hour morning announcements class so fun you know, as as we progress throughout the years. You know, as we graduate and as we look back, I think that class is going to have a pretty good culture with it, right? Yes, and we started like, like yeah, we started this year the morning announcements, and we like built the class ourselves. Yeah, and I think that class is going to grow and uh, keep continue building. Mm-hmm. You know, as the years progress and more kids are going to get into just the morning announcements, right? Right, and some of the people like. Like, we've had past students come back and visit, like, even yesterday. Right. And, like, he was saying, like, this class was just an idea, and now y'all are doing it. That's amazing, you know? uh, Because we have the, you know, weekly newscast, right? But not everyone, I mean, not everyone can get into that class. It's a pretty smaller class. Yes. You have, like, around 20 students or whatever. And it's just another opportunity to get in the class. No, I think that's great because we'll get more students because more students are really good at journalism Mm -hmm. and writing than you really think and it's like some people since we have that class fifth hour and then the regular weekly newscast fourth like some people might not be able to change their schedule so Mm -hmm. being able to like filter through the media classes and like oh i have to have spanish class fourth hour but i really want to be in it move to the fifth hour do morning announcements yeah and i think i really you know in the beginning i was skeptical Right, I didn't know you, how it you was were a little go. Skept- I mean, I was skeptical too, but because right, we didn't know what it was going to be, we didn't know right. how it was going to work. But we ended up, you know, all coming together and kind of we we had to go through some stuff. You know, it was difficult in the beginning. <laughs> it's, I mean, it still sometimes is, but like right. now we're in a better now groove, it's way better. Like our class we'll works well together. Some new people as well next semester, and yeah. then once we leave, it's going to be you know. But we set a baseline for that class. Yeah, next semester will be like look forward to that, everybody, because it's we'll going to be, be a little different. We're yeah. going to have new students. It might be a little iffy the first couple of days to get all these right. new students in the groove, but since we have a you know a baseline, plan a system, now, yeah, 
and I think the system works really well. We really right. in the beginning we had days where we didn't have scripts done, where we had to come in and work and then work throughout, you know, yeah. sixth hour and stuff like that. Now we like I think We're most every hour. day Yeah. For a while it we would have to work like I would do it in my sixth hour internship and stuff, just edit honestly right. almost the whole thing. Yeah. But now like we've been able to kind of come in, the script's already done, start recording, get that edited. Right. Like, I'm really proud of how our class has been t- turning out. And I think that class is going to gain, like, a really cool culture. And I'm I'm excited to see what the media brings these next right. few years. As, you know, I get into college, I'm definitely going to be looking back mm-hmm. to see how, like, well it progresses. Mm-hmm. And again, with uh, the both newscasts, um, a lot of people don't know about the weekly newscast, right? And yeah. I think that class yeah. has helped it grow a little bit because people will be like, oh, I saw you in the news, be like, the morning announcements are like the weekly news. And they're like, weekly news. And you're like, yeah. like And people, I know people that like wanted to watch the weekly news. So their teacher, like yeah. they asked their teacher to start watching it at the end of the day, like sixth hour. Oh, yeah. I've introduced it to a lot of people. Be like, hey, you should watch it if you want to learn, you know. What's going on at the school and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like an actual news, like environment yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. so you have like longer stories and more informative stories Mm -hmm. instead of the morning announcements just being kind of bullet points people watching the morning announcements have also like even yesterday we had somebody come to us and like talk about wanting to do it and like we were able to talk to him about like how to get involved kind of you know i think that class is going to end up uh becoming a very good in the next few years yeah yeah, it'll really grow and I'm, I'm glad we had the opportunity to do this. Yeah, like I said, it made me be able to talk to a lot more people that I wouldn't have regularly been in a class mm-hmm. with or, like, because some of them are in different grades and stuff. And right. it's, like, cool to see how well some people work at, like, editing compared to, like, how I do and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, they've been able to show me. Like, I've learned so much from watching other people, like, in the class. Oh, yeah. Like, I agree. Like, um, this person in fourth hour, they're really, really good at writing scripts. Mm-hmm. Right? And I just always read their scripts to approve them or whatever so we can actually get them on the announcements. And they're always really, really good and well-written. I can't write scripts super, super well. Like, mm-hmm. she just has a really good uh, writing tone. Right. Like, she's really and good And some at people are really good at that, and they're more of the behind-the-scenes, like, yeah. writing on, like, a... Uh, news channel and whatnot Mm -hmm. or like i know there's a kid in the fifth hour that is more wants to do like camera work and stuff so it's just cool to see what other people are comfortable with and good at right and in the end it's all going to work out well right and we're just going to keep progressing as a class and as a people but um i think that's the end of today's episode we've talked about a lot and I think now's the time to wrap it up. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you, Abby, for coming on. I think yeah, this podcast, this next semester, and the end of this semester is going to be a. It's going to be a really gonna good show. Great. We're going to talk to a lot of people, and of course, we're going to help you guys with you know our tips. Like today, we talked about uh, different ways you can talk to people you know you disagree with, and mm-hmm. like how to ease conversations on like that. Yeah. Um, we should get an episode out every week, and that should be on Spotify and everywhere for you guys to listen. Yeah. Um, Thank you for listening, though, Abby. Yeah. Or, I mean, all the all the <laughs> listeners, thank you for listening. Thank you, Abby, for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm really gonna, excited. This is going to be a good show as a fan. Yeah. Well, everyone listening, I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Yeah.